0: message is brought to you by the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life-changing Word of God. The topic today, I will define it and then I will tell you straight away. I probably won't set a test for you today. It says, A feeling of dissatisfaction, often accompanied by anxiety or depression, resulting from unfulfilled needs or unresolved problems. Any guess? Disappointment? Anyone else? Eh? Stress? Mm, Not quite. All right. So a feeling of dissatisfaction, let me leave it at that, resulting from unfulfilled needs. ...or unresolved problems. It's called frustration. Frustration. Life is full of frustration. And... um, ...more often than not... ...we see it covering... ...practically all areas of our lives. Um, Sometimes it might be financial frustration. Sometimes it's... ...a relationship... ...career... ...even moral and spiritual areas people feel frustrated because they've tried all within their power and they find the solution to be unresolved. And, um, of course, from the definition, we know the causes of frustration is number one, unfulfilled needs or unresolved problems. And these are genuine problems, verifiable problems, things that one has been struggling with for a long time and throwing everything at it and does not seem to be going. It's always a cause of frustration. Another cause of frustration can just be character flaw. That's what I call it. Due to lack of contentment, it's not everyone whose problem is so big that is frustrated. Some people, they don't go through anything that particularly big, but they just keep getting frustrated at every little thing, if you want to call it little. And also, finally, it can be demonic problems due to agitation. And general dissatisfaction that the enemy keeps throwing in someone's backyard. Now, this frustration I'm talking about is very widespread. And lots of people are cashing in on it now. Whether within the church or outside the church, people are cashing in on it. People know that everyone is desperately, I've waited for this thing, I'm trusting God for this is not happening. And we have a lot of suggestions from people, including our own selves. Do more of what you are doing before, pray more. Or maybe the kind of prayer you are praying is not good enough. Let me pray my own kind of prayer for you. Or it might just be, well, maybe the word you are hearing is not helping. And so this frustration which is common unto every human being, some people are cashing in on it. And so you yourself, you need to be aware. Have I been frustrated? I bet I have been. And how did I solve it? I hope I I'll be able to tell you at the end of the day. Hallelujah. And so be very aware. Or some may even tell you, forget about all these spiritual solution. There may be Christians telling you, forget about spiritual solution. After all, non-Christians, they get answers to their problems. And so let's go the other way. Watch out for all these things that may be suggested unto you, because I can assure you in my more than 30 years of being born again and following the Lord, it eventually always leads back to greater frustration. So the best thing is to make sure that no matter how frustrated one is, how you know, out of sorts one is, to wait and ask the Lord to get it sorted for us. So I, I'm now, now going straight to what do we do? So having said that there's frustration everywhere, and um, if I were well, to ask for a show of hand now, I will doubt if anyone in this room will not say at one time or another in our lives we have felt frustration. I will be, I will be very shocked to, you know, not to see all the hands up in here. And so, what do we do? Now, if the Lord were to present these options ahead of us to us in a parable, the parable will go like this. Uh, the Lord Jesus Christ, when he was here, if he were to tell us the story, the parable will go like this. There was a father who had four children, and he decided to give a toy to each child. And then the children were playing with the toy. And for every one of the children that were playing with the toy, the toy got broken somewhere along the line. The toys were precious, but they got broken. The first child had his toy in his hand and decided to throw a a tantrum and threw the toy away. And walked away and said, I'm not interested anymore. The second child had the toy in his hand, frustrated, trying to have it fixed because it was broken, decided to smash it on another child's head. And the third child decided to say, well, this toy that the father has given me is inferior to other people's toy. And begin to sulk and begin to, you know, get angry with the father. And um, there he was. Then there was the fourth child who his own toy was broken as well. And what he decided to do was to cry a little bit and... Tried as much as he could in his own power to fix it, then decided to go back to the father and handed the toy back to the father and said, Father, this toy is broken. Help me with this toy. Amen. So, and then after the Lord has given the parable, then he told the Pharisees and the Sadducees that were there, and he said, You know that I'm talking about you. All right? And then eventually the disciples went to tell you i said, Lord, what is the meaning of this parable? So, what's the meaning of this parable, anybody? All right who is the first child that decided to throw the toy away the first child is the one who has problem in life made his own or her own effort of getting the problem resolved and got to a point, decided to say, I can't be bothered anymore. Put it on one side. Marriage is not working. I put it on one side. I can't be bothered. Bad habit is running the person's life. Well, I've tried all I can. I'll continue to live with the bad habit. I'm not going to make any effort. Sinful practice. Well, I've tried all I can. I've prayed. I've fasted. I've done everything. It's not going well. Stay on one side. I continue to live in it. And so, we all agree that is not the way a child should behave. Amen? Is God speaking to somebody here? Or maybe you are the second child. Immediately, your toy is broken. You look for the nearest child around, and they are the cause of your problem. You start picking upon them, and you start saying, You know, this problem, you know, you caused it. Because the other time, your toy touched my toy. In actual fact, when I was struggling with my toy, you were making faces at me. How many are like that? every problem that they are going through they find somebody else to blame it's another is the problem from that child of god It's a problem of somebody else who did not call them It's a the problem of somebody else who did not stand by them. It's a problem of somebody else it probably the problem of the old church and we need to be very careful that we are not such a child i'll go to where i'm going in a minute the third child is the one that sulks. that's an easy one you blame god Everybody is finding it easy and finding it tough. Of course, the one that we're looking for is the fourth child. Amen. The one that decided to give the toy back unto God. And when you give the toy back unto the father, asking the father to fix it, something happens in between. And that is where my message is going today. When you give back to God, whatever you are frustrated with, now, this is a hard part for me. When you give back to God what you are frustrated with, and God is fixing it for you, God still continues to relate with you. Where am I going? Where I'm going is this. Many are times in our Christian journey, we discover that the only prayer we pray is the prayer to solve my problem. The only scripture I read is scripture that we solve the problem I'm having. Why don't we give that problem unto the Lord and continue our relationship with Him? Hard as it may, as much as I would have loved. To suggest some, some other answer unto you, I find that any time in my life that I've used the same answer I'm telling you, I have quickly gotten a result. Meaning that leave the toy, leave the precious thing, that, and it's important, God will fix it. Leave it with him and continue to have your relationship with God. Truth be told, brethren, there are many who still do not study the scripture daily. Do you know that? Including we preachers. The last time you really, really studied, and the church is turning into that. The whole body of Christ, we are turning into that. The last time you really pick the Bible and say, I'm reading the Bible. And of course, there are three things you must do with the word of God. Number one, you should read the word. Number two, we should listen to the word. And number three, we should study the word. I've not got time to do that today. Maybe on a Wednesday we'll go through. These things are very basic things. I found out that if we will allow God to take over the fixing of what we are troubled about, he will fix it and we'll do a fantastic work with it. I said I have to forestall frustration and list one of two things there. I said take note of these universal laws for a Christian to forestall frustration. Take note of these universal laws for a Christian. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, we will not go around in circle and come back to where we left off. Because it's happening. People, they go around, they go around because it's frustration. And the Lord woke me this morning, you know, sometimes during the week. It, it was pain in my heart. As I mentioned unto you before, that whether you like it or not, I've come to a stage. This is the second, the, the first day of the second quarter of this year. I'm getting agitated. The year is going, personally. Getting agitated for myself, getting agitated for you the lord where will it be and as i've mentioned unto you before if the lord tarries <laughs> in these very second quarters i'm trusting god if he will show me mercy i'm entering the last third of my life i i will be ringing that until i believe it myself and i wake up every day. i wake up fear in every day that's boy your time is going amen and so with that in mind i i i just look around and i say, lord help me help me help my brethren help your sons and daughters That in the midst of frustration, we don't keep looking for every solution somewhere else and end up where we started. Simply because we have left undone what we need to do. May the Lord help you. I said may the Lord help you. And may the Lord help me in Jesus' name. So I said take note of this. How many of them? I think I have just four. Four universal laws for a Christian. Number one, lack of relationship with the father through his word, we end up in frustration. It's a law. It's a matter of time. In Psalm 119, verse 105, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Your word have I hidden in my my heart that I might not sin against you. Psalm 119, verse 11, my son, give attention to my words, incline your hair to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes keep them in the midst of your heart for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh Proverbs 4:20 20 to 22 Proverbs 4 The word of God is health unto us if we would take in the word Of course Hebrews 4:12 for the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Brethren, last Sunday, we talked about fire. It still never left me. Many, our fire is gone. May the Lord rekindle it. Uh, The fire fire is gone. The fire is gone. And I myself, I need to pinch myself every day and say, boy, you need to have gone farther than this in the fire you are carrying. And I hope you also you will take note of that. Number two, Universal law. A prayerless life is bound to be a frustrated life. Ask God to teach you how to pray. And make prayer your priority. Amen? Basic bread and butter issue. And not just prayer, oh Lord, solve this problem. Prayer of dedication. Prayer of agreement. Prayer of working with the Lord. God will not make different rules for us than he made for those that were before us. Every day. Even see attendance at workers' meeting this morning. Some leaders, they will stroll in late today. Where is your fire? That's not the way you were before. Some we're in late today. It's as if the world, has, as if God has switched off spiritual life and everybody is in pause, waiting that we will start again. Whether we like it or not, fire is coming back here. Uh, and those that will refuse to take... And I know you are not here. God will remove that. that want to douse the fire. It, fire must come back. We can't continue like this. And uh, as much as we are heavily affected, it's not peculiar to this. place. I get reports from everywhere. And the Lord Jesus Christ warned us. He said, when the Son of Man shall come in Luke chapter 18, shall he find faith on earth? The way we are going, there is... Prayerlessness, God will deliver us. Okay, because of my time. Number three, universal law. I can spend the whole day talking on prayer. A heart that is unguided, unguarded rather, will let in all sorts of things and we end up frustrated. A lie, a heart that is unguarded, will let in all sorts of things and we end up frustrated. Whoever has no rule over his own spirit is like a city broken down and without words. Proverbs 25, verse 28. Too much of information here and there. We've allowed too many things to affect us. Too many things. Many of them, which normally we could have dealt with. But God is saying, it's time for us to wake up again and allow him to guard our hearts so that We don't hear. Sometimes when you don't hear some things, you are okay. It's mainly you hear that that's why your spirit starts going down. Sometimes it might be good report about somebody else. Everybody has moved ahead. have not moved. Guard your heart. Guard your heart. Let not what is happening next door be your own concern. And if you spend the major part of the week listening to God, no matter what comes in, it will not bother you. And somebody says, that's why when they say, when there's a casting down song, we say that's a lifting up. Why are they say that's a lifting up? They've had God tell them that's a lifting up in spite of what they are hearing. Let's guard our hearts. Time is coming. I hope if the Lord returns today, you and I will not be left behind. I hope we still believe in rapture. I hope so, because the way the church is now, there, dozen, there doesn't seem to be any evidence we still believe in rapture. Sincerely, that doesn't seem to be. It's like, well, you know, God, this, I've got that to sort out. And don't let anybody's face intimidate you. Don't let anybody intimidate you. Anybody that decides not to believe, or anybody that decides you are telling them about the things of the kingdom of God, and they are looking to see if you have just dropped from mass, just move away from them. There are many discouragers outside there they won't get you in jesus name also guard your heart situations will happen don't get bitter get better that's one area that i have god has helped me to work upon more than 20 years don't get bitter get better we can't grudge god we can't fight him no matter comes your way don't get bitter Church, the scriptures all sorts of things that people went through and despite it many of them they held on unto him eventually he showed up for them brethren we must stand shall we stand shall we stand and the lord will keep us standing in jesus name all right if a person number four quickly i've run out of time now if a person turns back to god you can be sure that you experience freshness. Second Corinthians 5, verse 17. And this has to do with moral issues. If a person turns back to God, you know, you struggled in one area or the other, turn back to him today. He will receive you. All right, so having said all this, and I've told you exactly all the things you essentially know, make sure you study the word, and let that start this week. There are some of us, our quiet time is just to keep God quiet. The way we do it, it's, ah, it's 7 p.m. Just pick the open levels. Just read from beginning to the end. End of quiet time. At least God record the heaven I've done quiet time. It's okay. It's better than those that don't do it at all. Find time, go back to studying the scripture, and on and on. Now, is there somebody in this room that may want to tell me, don't show your hand, that all these things that you have said, I've done from my youth, like that young ruler. I've prayed, I've done everything, and yet... My situation still remains unchanged. I doubt if anybody can boldly say, but per adventure, you want to tell me that? Well, maybe the answer the Lord gave the young ruler is the answer he will give you, too. He said, Go and sell all that you have and follow me. Well, you might not need to sell all you have. What you need to do is that Jesus is saying, Follow me step by step. You might need to follow him step by step. Finally, in closing, I want to give you one advice. I've asked you to go and start studying the scripture more. It's about time we tell ourselves the truth. Mm. If the truth will not help, lie will not help. If the truth will not change things, it's about time we need to wake up. We need, we need to dedicate ourselves more to the things of God. We need to wake up. 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 If the rapture happens now, I will breathe well, and I trust God; He will take me with Him. I will say, "I've told them the truth." You don't hear this often, but I decided to come and tell you the truth today, brother. Let's wake up. All this one will beg us to turn up in meetings. All this one will beg us to turn up early. All this one will beg us to function in departments. Lord, have mercy on you, And He will have mercy upon us. But having said all these brethren, I'm totally aware. Because I'm very much a man like you. And I've had my own fair share of trouble and I'm still having them. That is very possible that you are doing all these things. In fact, you want to study the scripture, you don't feel like studying the scripture. Have you been there before? You want to pray, it's totally impossible for you to pray. Have you been there before? Aha. Uh-huh. You even want to guard your heart. Somehow, somehow, it's as if the two doors of your heart have been flung open. It's like a freeway, expressway. When that happens to us, what should we do? Because that's one question you should ask me. If yes, truly, I believe in reading the scriptures. And I will start this week. But I might find it difficult. In fact, I might read five chapters. If you ask me, what book are you reading? I may say, I'm reading a novel. Talk less of what chapter. Talkless less of what is there. But if it is that bad, what should I do? The advice I will give you is this. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. Isaiah 40, 31. As the advice I will give you, you've tried everything, or you even want to do all these spiritual steps that will enliven you up, that will lift you up, and it does not seem to be happening. What should I do? What does he say? Those that wait on the Lord shall. Let's read this together. Want to go? Let's start from the beginning, please, quickly. Okay, normally they put up that last slide, eh? So please, sharp, sharp. Two little, little, little things like that. Okay, the Lord will help us. So those that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. When things get very hard, it's not the time to flap your wings. Is the time to stay still and let the wind of the Holy Spirit blow you. Oh, he has blown me many times. But one thing you must do. You do what? Wait on the Lord. Amen? Focus on him. The Holy Spirit, if you are careful enough, you will find out that in the midst of that dryness, you may have 30 seconds in which you break out praying in tongues. And if you are sensitive enough, and you hold on onto that, that's the only thing you can grab on onto. Hold on tight onto that. As you begin to pray, in tongues, begin to pray, in touch, you will find that that prayer will return, that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. And you find that that the thing that seems so un- unconquerable begins to be like a small mole here. Many Many times we keep flapping. Do you know the eagle flies highest? There's another variant of eagles that can fly as high as 37,000 feet above the sea level. Taller, higher than where your aircraft flies normally. But it never can flap its wing together. It's not possible. What do they wait for? They wait for what is called, do you know what is called? Thermals. They are always out here rising. And usually what the eagles need to do is to stretch out its wings... And then start looking for where the thermals are. When the thermals just, it will will, will dive into it and then it is that wind that will carry him. You can't rise unless the Holy Spirit carries you. And that's why you must have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. He's the one that must carry us. I repeat again, it is sweet when you have that sudden break. Everything seems dry and suddenly, just like a slide, It might just be a music you are listening to. And you listen to that music, you just, I, not, have I not heard this before? And something changes it. But all the you? we are waiting, your soul is crying, Lord, you need to carry me. Prayer, I can't pray. Scripture, I can't I can read. But Lord, I'm in your hands. Somehow, what are you doing? You are waiting on the Lord. That's what it means to wait on the Lord. And I can guarantee you, it will carry you. As we enter this second quarter of this year, there will be change and changes in our lives. I said there will be changes in our lives for the better. Lethargy we go. This half-hearted serving the Lord, we go. May the Lord raise a handful of firebrand people in this place. I won't tell you some of the prayers I've prayed. It's between me and my father. But I'm telling you something. It has to be either hot or no more in-between. The in-betweens, they are the worst. Because you will take them to be part, but they are not part. But all of us are part in Jesus' name. I say we are part of the body. We are part of those God wants to help. Wake up early, come to church. Many of you, you're struggling too late. It's not right. As I repeat myself, it's not right. It's total, whatever happens, happens. And the same us, thank God. Uh, you know I believe in that. You, you might not hear this message for a long time to come, but today you need to hear it. When we begin confessional prayer, we confess, which we must. That's why on, on Friday, what was the first thing we do before the confessional prayers? If you were here, we consecrate. What did we do? We consecrated. Oh, many of you didn't even know there was vigil on Friday. You are not even aware. The first thing we did, we knelt down. We said, Lord, because if this man begins to speak things from a life that is not consecrated, from a life that is always complaining, ah, it is too hard, it is too hard. Ah, brethren, when I was leader over 10, it was, it was fire. Now that we are a few hundreds, don't let it change. A number is not what I'm looking for. No, you know, when we were I love it. We 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 were, I could count on the people that if you snap your hand like this, we can take down anything. Brethren, I beg you, let the fire burn again. Amen. And you'll be partaker of it in Jesus' name. All right, Father, we thank you. I'm grateful for your word. As we go, please into this service do something special. Let changes begin to take place from today. Those whose Bibles have gotten clogged with cobwebs, let the Bibles come out again. Prayer lives that are only restricted into one minute in the morning and two minutes at night. Turn it around, oh Lord. Let no one be too big and be standing upon the grace of yesterday. Oh, if you know the way I used to pray. If you know, when I tell scriptures like this, when was the last time? Lord, do something special in our lives. What a day to tell us, but on its day like this, that we are remembering your resurrection. None of us will be guilty, including myself. We will do your will. And your name will be glorified. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We give you honor and glory. In Jesus' marvelous name we pray. All right, please, let's go to our... For more information on what you've heard, please visit our website at www.fountainoflove.org.uk. You'll also find other media presentations available to you. Stay blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen.